bowels of One Half Radio Plaza at Life Media Studios. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Real Country Radio. We don't play nothing but real country music. Coming up now, we're going to start off the set with... In the morning. Everybody's doing it. Pull you up a chair and listen to this.
Welcome back to Sidetrack, powered by DHD. And before we get rolling here, thank you to all our sponsors this year. Of course, not only uh, Tony Burkhardt with Dirty Hooker Diesel, but Way the Lone with uh, Diesel Freak, Ed Schubert with Simpico, Pete Pesnick with Cat Brothers, and of course, Brian Lively, the face of magazines of pulling with the Hook and Pro Puller magazines, uh, supporting Sidetrack. And uh, without them, we couldn't do the job we do. And, uh, you know, we're, we're picky, Charles. We are very picky yeah. with who we take as, uh, as sponsors. Don't want to just represent anyway, but anybody, but the people that we have chosen to represent are the best in the business. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, some Pico products, Charles, you and I both utilize them. Oh yeah. We both are been avid readers of the hook magazine even before, uh, Brian bought it and yep. has taken it to the next level, brought what I was looking for out of the magazine. Yeah. Uh, when I was young, it was just a lot of results and that was about it. Which is my and, complaint against the puller right now. Yep. And uh, results anymore, you can find them online. Yeah. I, I want some content. I want some knowledge. I want some techie bits. And uh, thanks to Paul Crow, I love his segment in the Hook yeah. Magazine every week or every month. Tech stuff's great. It's great. It's what we're looking for. You know, and that's what our show's geared towards is we uh, get into the nitty gritty. We love the tech, techie side of stuff. I mean, uh, Charles, you threw that photo up of that beautiful homemade intake on that light super and yeah. that was awesome yeah i we want more that's what we're here for because look the the people are great don't get me wrong it's it's what keeps us coming back but what brought me to the table in the first place was the machines yes absolutely you know i've there's been things said about making the pullers the rock stars well the pullers are rock stars don't get me wrong but they're great people they're down to earth we saw that firsthand in louisville and we'll get into louisville here because we got a lot to discuss about that. Oh, do we? And, uh, but, you know, the vehicles are what everybody recognizes. I couldn't pick you, pick out Jim Schendorf out of the lineup. But you know what? I know Radical Red. Yeah. it's It was so many of these guys, the days of open face helmets are gone. You don't know what the yeah. guy looks like underneath there. Yeah, no, but, you know, who we have sponsors, and thank you to all our sponsors. We can't say it enough you guys have been absolutely wonderful you know way alone diesel freak you know you got a semi truck you want to get it tuned hands down best of the industry and not only does he do that he also does ag tractors now and equipment yeah. and i think he's getting into the construction side he does uh ecms for uh side by sides you know he, oh, he's doing that now too oh he's been doing that awesome um i know a guy who needs one yep done Yep, nope, he, uh, great, great product coming out of him and Ryan up there. Of course, Diesel Freak, uh, your connection for, uh, Sidetrack t-shirts, uh, they, uh, uh, decal freaks were the ones who set us up with the stickers and the shirts, and there will be more bought, don't worry, uh. Yeah, we're going to reload. Yeah, we are, we got some of the bigger sizes, if you're a bigger guy, get a hold of, guy or girl, get a hold of me. We do have, uh, shirts still available, but we're out of everything, basically extra large and under right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, well. Eh, it happens. I know we gave some to make a wish, and that was probably the coolest thing I've ever done is go around in Bowling Green and get that T-shirt signed. But, you know, Chelsea up there doing the shirt side, just great people. And, of course, Tony and them, you know, you can't find a guy up there that works in that shop that can't tell you anything you need to know about getting your Duramax set up or Cummins or Power Stroke. He does them all, but he is your Duramax specialist. He is the guy. He's the guy, and he was one of the first to really dive into the sport. He was uh, he was on the forefront. I mean, he was doing performance upgrades on Duramaxes when you could still walk onto a dealer lot and get an LD7. That's how far back he goes. Yeah, absolutely. 
But uh, great having Ed Schubert come on board with some Pico, some Pico great oil. I know guys out there, they're Schaefer's fans or Brad Penn. Uh, for me, it's always boiled down to I've seen better performance out of some Pico. I'm not trying to slight the other brands, no. but I've seen better quality. The construction company Charles and I worked for, yep. or Charles worked for, I still do. Uh, that's all they run the equipment, and they take abuse. We know that. The yeah. machines take abuse. And the oil, when I drain it out on some of the equipment every 250, all the equipment every 250 hours, it's still the same quality oil that what we put in. You know, you can tell. It's not yeah. worn out. It That sold me right there. But then, of course, Pete Pesnick, Camp Brothers, company out of Kansas City. We met Pete three, four years ago now. And uh, great products. You need parts for your antique pullers or, you know, hubs all the way up to Super Farm. He's the guy to go to. He loves us despite our very best efforts to scare the living shit out of him. Oh, fuck. We've... <laughs> <laughs> He thought uh, he had some crazy fuckers he hung well with down that way until he if met us. In the bag, then it doesn't seem to matter. <laughs> but <laughs> fucking Dougie Rustin. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and then uh, great having Brian Lively come on board. Like I said, great productions. You know, we got great sponsors and take care of them. Let them know that Sidetrack sent you their way. You know, Ed will hook you up with oil, and if he can't get it to you, he will find a dealer close to you. So that way, you know, you yeah. can get what you're looking for. There's actually, that has been a requested show. We did repost it in the update section, but I think something I'm going to change on the website is uh, I'm going to break off another page that's just going to be all the podcasts. I get them all up there. We'll get that taken care of here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, a lot of changes coming right now with the Sidetrack show, and uh, we're growing. We're uh, looking forward. We almost have uh, Creekside Studios up and rolling fully. That's and uh, 75 percent there can't wait to get the four horsemen show going yes i know for sure drob is itchy drob's been itchy carl he wants back and it's not that we don't want them on we just didn't have physical space in second baptist so it is what it is we got a great great studio here and uh finally one we can call home yeah in a pinch if we really had to we could have it ready in about an hour yeah do the last bit of setup yep so the only shitty part is these mics yeah yeah i'm not too happy with mine i gotta get one like yours gotta get directionals going yep yep we're getting there we're uh getting the equipment and uh we'll be up and rolling we want to be giving you the best shows you can get and i think we've delivered so far um we've had our glitches we all know yeah. that but we want to give you the best content we want to be the best podcast coming out to you and it's not that we're striving to one-up somebody it's just that's the level we want to be. We're not here in a pecker competition. No, we know our dicks are too small anyways. But, I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch! But we want to make sure we're giving you the best shows because if we don't enjoy it, you're not going to. So with that, we're going to give it to you right now. Heads up. We are going to make people upset. We are going to yeah. piss people fucking off. And we're going to tee off tonight because there's a lot of fuck issues it. we need to just go over. And... uh it's, we're not attacking any, uh, any one individual. It's not a personal thing. It's just our... It's our opinion. The view from our rocking chair. Yep. And uh, we might be wrong. If we're wrong, let us know. We want the feedback. I want the counter-arguments. You don't like it? Because... Kiss my ass, you don't like it. <laughs> because maybe you do have a point that might change my viewpoint. And uh, Louisville changed my viewpoint it. on a class that uh, I actually uh, enjoyed. And... Uh, I don't know. Were you going to dive right into that, or you got a whole fucking care, sheet we, of shit? We could, Fuck. We could go nuts, man. We got uh, two pages. All, all two fucking, fucking pages. Cool. 
So I don't care. Whatever you want to lead off with, that doesn't matter. <clears throat> we got a couple short shit things we could check off real fast. Well, let's start off with just a basic recap of Louisville. Okay, let's do that. We went down there. We were indoors. We pulled tractors. And it was wonderful. Yes. And I may or may not have gotten drunk. It happens. No, I was completely shit-faced, not going to lie, Friday. <laughs> oh, Friday, oh, that was after I left. Oh, yeah. No, I stopped and picked up a uh, pint of Bacardi, and I uh, was buying the 350 bottles of 20-ounce Coke. Oh. And uh, by the second one, when we pulled Jeff Hurd in, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, may have drank too much out of the Coke and compensated a little too much with the Bacardi. <laughs> you know you've made a good drink when uh, Jeff Hurt goes, that's good, and the Coke ain't bad either. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, some great interviews down there. Uh, the Barbies were there. Of course, got to talk to Bob. Barbie or, uh, Bobby didn't want to get on with us. But the Willie Make a Truck. Yeah. Fucking kick-ass retro scheme. It's always been my favorite two-wheel drive, but now that they went back to the all-pink, oh, I love it. It's awesome. Oh, it was fuck. I think I was one of the few trucks I actually took pictures of. Yeah, two-wheel drive on. back in the pits, and I'm like, that was on fucking point. And then when they showed the replay on the fucking screen, after she made her pass, that was fucking cool. Yeah, definitely a home run with that. Um, Shout out Jason Gibson. Great to have him out there uh, with the Young Blood truck. Uh, Jason, great guy. We spent a lot of time with him. Yeah. Todd Stone, Sam, of course, the Godfather, whole, whole crew. They're good dudes. Oh, great people, great people. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna love seeing them out on tour this summer. Oh, absolutely. And you know what, Todd, I'll kick your ass right now. <laughs> Mainly because I got a six-hour head start to get out of country. <laughs> I know I can run faster than he can, but if he just starts falling over, he'll catch up. <laughs> oh he's my a tall, god, that's a big dude. That's a big boy. And yeah, yeah, you don't want to fuck with them. No, I'll fuck with them from all the way up here in Michigan, but I ain't fuck with them <laughs> even Ohio. <laughs> but no, great, great job for them. Didn't have the best to run. They had tough luck, nerves, yeah. shit happens. But you still made the show. Yep. You know, you still made it in Louisville on the fiftieth. That's credit to anybody out there. Uh, got an interview, uh, Lisa Tatum, and of course uh, Tyler uh, Coleslaw, or whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> he don't count he's weird anyways lisa oh. all right i have my moment i'm good <laughs> but no great interview with them i didn't think we could top jeff hurt and that one did it um we had uh jeff i'm drawing a blank on his last name with the pb blaster tractor uh jeff hotham yep hogan yep hold him hold him oh he doesn't th it nope hold him Fuck. difficult He's, he's, he was cooler than hell. Uh, actually, we're going to have him on the show sometime. Oh, I don't sweet. know how soon we're going to get, uh, this one set up. That's why second that, Baptist still set up for phone calls. Yeah. So. That whole phone call thing is a Pain issue. in the ass right yeah. now, but, um, second Baptist, we'll, we're going to do a phone interview with him cause he was a blast, but you know, I can't even remember everybody we had come through. It was, <laughs> you're killing me next caller. <laughs> But, you know, we had great interviews down there all weekend. Uh, great getting to see Dave Foltz, Ray Taluki. Um, of course, Godfather Eric Pruitt, Joanna, yes. Anna, Adam, Tyler, Ashley. You know, it was... It's cool. We had a cool crew guys. down there. It, it, they're a fun fun group. You know, got to hang out with Mike and John Murray. Um, got to hang out with, of course, uh, Dick and Jake Morgan. 
I had to delete so many photos of the back of Dick's head. Because <laughs> just the way, no, well, the way we lined up, I wound up panning right across the back of his head for every run. And yeah, a lot of them wound up deleted. I know Ryan Rusnick, who's a dear, dear friend of us. You he need... doesn't have that problem because he's another one of those who can just shoot no, them up there. He kept getting the very top of Anna's frizzy hair and <laughs> the bottom of his shots. <laughs> I told, we were walking around, what was it, before Friday. And he was bitching about it. I go, let's buy Anna a hat. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, Jesse Post was there with JP Photos. Um, course the kriegers uh jeremy and miles are there uh never did see jeremy actually uh, maybe i did from across the room but yeah no you probably did. i gotta talk with them a little bit I missed um him. but you know media was well represented for the 50th yeah. of course uh that rodney crumb asshole he was there yeah who the hell's he think who did he pay off to get that you know the thousand dollar a night seat there no shit right in the front row on the corner i want to know who how Bob much Uker he pays seat. his uh update girl to update the power noise page with results, because she's a good-looking girl. She's a driver. I, Brian knew yeah. who she was. I, I I forgot her name. I got her on Facebook, but I haven't stalked her yet. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she was there for Gordyville, Rodney, and Rodney, another good guy, and love giving him shit. So, no, that's kind of the nice part about being down in the media section. If you're sip, oh, well, everybody family. gets along. Even that Tyler drag racing guy wasn't too it bad. Was, you know, it was cool to. For me, it was kind of cool. You know. Being down on the floor for the first time there through my own eyes was exciting, but when I realized he was a, a pulling newbie, a virgin, that was kind of cool to see his reactions to stuff. So oh, I absolutely. Like well, speaking of reactions, Tanya, of course, your fiance. Yeah, she'd never been there either. She'd never seen a four-engine mod. No, yeah. Funny story about that. We we go down, we get down there for test session. She's got the camera, and Boyd's were going to run the rebuilt unlimited. And she's like, oh, shit, we forgot earplugs. I'm just going to, I'll just plug my one ear and take pictures of the camera. I was like, you put that camera down. Don't you even think about doing it. Yeah, she goes, oh, I'll be fine. No. No. No, when, you won't. When us half-deaf motherfuckers say you need to, yeah. uh, you know, cover your ears. Yeah, you cannot, you can't take that in that building. There's just no way. I can't believe you guys didn't beat me back to the hotel room that night to help. Never mind. Took care of that in the morning <laughs> before, we, before you got up. <laughs> Yeah, I was out pretty hard. <laughs> but then again, by that point, I'd been up 22 fucking hours. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't on much sleep either because we came down the night before. Yeah, but you at least got a little bit of sleep in the hotel. <laughs> yeah, both hours, I think. That was about four. So, no, great, great crew and great being able to feel that power. Great seeing Freedom Hall full. Yeah, I didn't get to. I I was only there for Wednesday and Thursday, which were their usual. Wednesday's never full. It just isn't, never it's has too been. too early. Yep. It's too early. But by the weekend, the place was to the rafters, and that's awesome. Yep. Nope. And, uh, no, I'm glad to see it. And uh, I was told I got to watch what I say about Louisville because they got long memories, and they do. And I can't fault them. They've got a very prestigious poll, and they want to maintain it, maintain, you know, their standards. I get that. But when I say they were getting stale, that's my opinion as a guy who came yeah. down there at the time is just getting into being more than a casual fan. We were just getting rolling with the podcast. And uh, I, I was don't there pretend Friday the arrogance that they actually listen to this shit, but. No, I don't think they do either. But first time down there, I wasn't impressed. I really wasn't. And uh, this time I was. Yeah, they have, you know, as I said before, 
the last time I was there was 2008, and I did stop going because it was getting stale. But you know what? The last two years, they have acknowledged it and made changes, and I'm excited about being there again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm probably not going to go back next year, just the cost. Well, you got to see how everything plays we'll see, out but... right now. But it was enjoyable. But the crowning moment for me, I have two. And they both occurred Saturday. Uh, I know what one of them is going to Afternoon session was the best session of pulling I had seen all weekend. Four-wheel drive diesel trucks come out, and we had carnage. We had major carnage. Those guys do in that building. Um, Pulling for a cure. Why am I drawing a blank on it? I got a shirt on you. Don Bowling. Don Bowling. Gerbaugh's favorite guy. Gerbaugh's favorite guy, yeah. Uh, Andy and him exchanged... uh, Birthday cards, Christmas cards, Easter cards. I think they've even gotten to uh, uh, thank Fourth uh, of July cards even now. They're so tight. But uh, I could give her. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, got uh, got the truck just to hop and then tore the front yeah. end up. You know, a lot of guys just parts carnage. They didn't care. They were there to put on a show, which is what you want. You Send know, it. You want to put on a show, and. Uh, that was that was cool to watch. Light super stocks. That class owns Louisville, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, they need to do that. That needs they need to be two sessions with a finals. Yes, and uh, but Jay Fuqua, after all the shit that oh, family's been through, they need with that. Tennessee tracks, beautiful eighty eight or eighty eight series international. The stuffs best, it in the best the looking eighty eight there is. Stuffs it hard in the sand. Media section went nuts. We got another one stuffs in the sand, both at 244. We're going, fuck, you know. They come out, pull off 242. We end up with four in the pull off. And uh, biggest bullet to dodge, Brian Korth. Yeah. In the Cheesic tractor. Don't get me wrong, I'm not selling anybody else short in the class. That's, that's the biggest bullseye. That's the 800 pound gorilla. Yep. Jay first hook out, takes a diagonal line going to the left corner of the track, makes it work, and sticks down a good pass. Everybody else tried the same line, came up short. Brian moves the sled over to the center of the track, lays down a beautiful pass, comes up eight foot short. Jay Fuqua wins. The emotion that everybody felt but was best seen with John Murray. John, very close friends with yeah. the Fuqua family. And uh, we'll, I'll get into why it meant so much. Just jumped up and then fell right back down just sobbing. I know Ryan Rusnick, myself, a lot of us were in yep. tears. Just crying. Because we were so happy. And uh, Hans uh, Beeman, uh, one of our uh, friends from the Netherlands now, yeah. uh, he was there with us. And uh, he goes, why you guys like him so much, you know? And we go... He lost his dad, dad last year, cancer. Suddenly, just Jay's gone. Then, three weeks prior, two, three weeks prior, down they were down at the pole in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had the tractor with him. They got a two-wheel drive pulling truck. And uh, the pulling shop caught fire. Truck burned up. The only reason they had the tractor is because he was at the pole. Yeah, tractor was still in the semi. Otherwise, yep. they would have burned up, too. Yep. And... Uh, lot lot in that family and uh 
Jay said, you know, this pass is for you, Dad, right before you hooked. And uh, if you didn't understand why I made that post on Facebook with a picture of Junior with his Louisville 50th shirt, if you can read that and not understand, you're not, you're a casual fan. You yeah. don't understand. And I can't make you understand. No. I've never met Jay Fuku in my life. Never met his dad, never met him. Nope, me either. The raw emotion I felt. He's still my pulling brother. Yeah, it's it, it happens. Somebody, whether it's Jay or somebody else, somebody will fall, and we all just kind of sit down for a minute and go, damn it. You yeah. Know? You know, um, two years prior, lost the Coomer family. Yeah, that was a huge Huge tragedy. Big. It was yeah, ex, we didn't lose accident. one. No, we lost the family. Yeah, I think the one boy lived. That was it. The one son lived, and then one of their one of their uh, crew guys passed away in it too. Yeah, you know that that was felt around the world. And actually, I had a laugh. I was out just literally right in front of the place, golf course right in front of us, eating dinner. And uh, one of longtime family friends uh, makes a comment. She goes, "I saw that post about that you made about Junior with the shirt on." She goes. I get it. Now, Cindy's never been more than a person to show up at Smith's Creek to come watch because I put on the pole. But if you're there at that pole, you really do see it. Yeah. Because everybody she hangs goes, under that pavilion. She goes, I get it, though. She goes, that is your family, isn't it? She goes, with how much you're on the road, she goes, that is your family, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I go, yeah. I go, every word. I was choking up writing that post. And, you yeah. know, Craig Harm even made a comment. And I haven't seen Craig in a while, but Craig goes, you know, I, you made me choke up. I go, I was trying to fight back tears as I've been on the road nine out of the past 11 days. I just got home. Here's my boy put on his brand new tractor pulling shirt. And I look at the back of it and go, other than Rob Russell, I doubt he will know any of their names. Yeah. Edson's, I hate to say it, Edson's peaked. Yeah. Edson slipped. I hope he regains his form. But there's a lot of upcoming people that are definitely going to be able to carry on that decent yeah. super tradition. But I'm Danny I'm, Dean. I'm lucky enough to say that I did. I've seen Danny Dean drive. I probably have. Don't remember. The rooster is just a legendary name. Yeah. And I'm looking at it going. Rob Russell with the workhorse is probably the only one my son will actually know. Yeah. That hit me. Yeah. When your legends are now going to be different, you know. You don't look at the generation gap. I, the light bulb just went off in my head at Case IH doing that and endorsing a t-shirt like that. I just, I want to look at John Deere and go, what the fuck is the matter they with had, you They had a John boat? Deere one, but they weren't selling anything at the John Deere booth. Oh, they did? They had them on, like when we walked out our ramp and they had the t-shirts for sale across the way, they had a John Deere one. They did, but, okay. The Case IH one, you had to get at the Case IH. You had to go to the booth to get it. And uh, I believe they still might be taking orders for them. They are. uh, Miles had something up today, but supplies are limited. Once they sell them, that's it. They're not reprinting them. Yep. And uh, I've got one for me. I got one for Junior. But just that, seeing that, knowing I was at the 50th, you know, I wasn't even thought of. You know, my dad was eight when Louisville started. Eight, nine. You know. Yeah. I go, holy shit, you know, and then they realize the legends we love right now 
that you and I grew up with, a lot of them are gone. Yeah. Out of the sport. Yeah, they really are. The the guys I grew up watching, there aren't many of them still doing it. Look There's at a handful, but not many. We'll never see Tim Engler make another pass. No, he's just too damn busy doing what he does. But, you know what I'm saying? We'll never see Max Simpson get in the seat again. No. Jerry Van Dorpy's gone. Yep. Dan Rapp's gone. Banters, you'll never, you know, never Dave will a, never. Never see Banners in the seat ever again. Mr. Pedalfest. God, that guy could, he could freaking drive. You know, Holman's is one of the longest running competitors we'll see, you know. Yeah. They showed a picture of uh, Golden Thunder, uh, John Heilman. That truck turned up again here. Somebody's got it. Somebody was asking questions about it. But, you know, I remember watching him run that in his mod. Yeah. Gone. You know, it's it, it set me back a little bit, you know. And uh, cool, another cool part, you know, two things, like I said, get getting sidetracked here, but on Saturday was getting to see the European team get into straight up the finals. Now, they couldn't make it back because they had damage. And everybody goes, oh, damage, whatever, just strap it on our turbocharger. They make their own, other than the wheels, they make their own turbochargers. They make their own rods. They do the final yeah. on their own pistons. It, and everybody's going all the, I saw it on pull-off, and it pissed me right fucking off. That's where pro stock should fucking be. 510 cubic inches with a 5.1 charger. Yeah, unfortunately, that ship sailed a long time ago. Yeah, we fucked up. But all these people saying, oh, they changed the sled settings on them to make it so you get in there. Oh, shut the fuck up. Give me up. a fucking break. Logan Thomas got on there and actually spoke some serious truth about how the sled operates and how you cannot do that. I love how Logan, Logan replied to that and laid down the facts and laid down examples of why you cannot do well, that. Well, yeah, if, if nothing else. I mean, not that he was directly implicated because his sled wasn't there, but you know, he's like, look, I'm a sled operator. Bullshit. You aren't going to accuse my industry of this. No, fuck you. Here's how it works. No. And uh, he laid it out, and he, I love how he gave the facts and gave, listen, because of this incident, we can't do this. Because yeah. of this incident, we can't do this. You and I know, because, you know, especially with thumb sled, we see it so often, you can't do shit from in the cab of that thing. You just cannot. No. It's made, so you have to physically see the changes. You know, it's not the newer, like one of the, some of these newer sleds, but it's a, it's an, it's actually a very old thumb sled, but it's been updated over the years. But yeah, it's it operates on all the same principles as modern stuff. And yeah, yeah it's, gotta, it's a race sled now. It's a modern race sled, You but you got to get outside to do anything. Yep. But, uh, God, I love Logan's reply on that. But no, the fucking Europeans come down, the track was looser, and they showed what you can do at a smaller cubic inch when you can rev the hell out of a motor. Yeah. And lay down a pass. And seeing Hans's face as we were counting down the tractors. Oh, yeah. And it's coming on. And fingers, I made the comment. Arms up, fingers folded behind his head, and that face like, oh. I made the comment, Barney or whatever his buddy's name is. We call him Barney. We go, I go, is he nervous shitting bricks right now? He goes, no, he's calm. <laughs> what are you talking about? He goes, Tractor went down track. We laid down good pass. He did what he had to do. No sense of being nervous now. It's it's what's done is done. And sure enough, they pan in over on him. He's drinking a Coke. Leg up on the tractor going, yeah. Yeah. Did all I can do now. Sit back and wait. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. The Europeans got fucking pulling figured out. 
He might have started do. as an American sport, but sorry, fuckers. They're, they're we good. missed the boat. Yeah, they're better. Right now, they are better at it than we are. Power to them. Yeah. They've got a lot bigger numbers in their classes. Yeah, we just got to get over they got our, a lot more interesting stuff. Get over our damn arrogance and figure it the fuck out. Yeah. And yeah, it might be cost prohibited to change the rules now, but... I don't recall asking your opinion. When when do you uh, say enough's enough and force them to change? Because yeah. riding on status quo, well, they've already got the tractor's belt. So what? You know, that doesn't matter because the second you can bolt on a part that's going to gain you horsepower, you don't fucking you whip the wallet out. Let's go. Yep. Plastic, fantastic. Make it happen. Yeah, you're living on that right now. Tax return babies. Oh, yeah. Sorry I gotta, to see it at work. I got $3,000. So I'm going to spend every dime of it on something I'll never see return out of. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, I can't wait to tee off on this next subject. I'm not done with Louisville. I'm not either. And this is going to involve Louisville. What no. else you got? Oh, oh. do we want to get into sled setting right now or we want to take a quick break? I don't matter to me. Let's take a quick break here. Okay. This is Sidetrack, powered by DHD, and we'll be right back. Dirty Hooker Diesel is your full-size diesel performance specialist at Harbor Beach. We're Michigan's final authority on anything performance and replacement related. Specializing in diesel performance parts and accessories for Duramax, Cummins, and Powerstroke diesel engines. From custom-built transmissions and engines to CP3 pumps and injectors. Check them out at DirtyHookerDiesel.com. Hi, this is Tony Burkett, owner of Dirty Hooker Diesel. We are a full-service repair facility that can handle any task from stock to modified, big or small. So give us a call, 989-479-0444. Dirty Hooker Diesel, the final authority on everything performance and replacement. And we're back with Sidetrack Powered by DHD. And uh, still talking a little lot to discuss about that poll. I mean, we're going to talk sled settings. We're going to talk super farm. Yeah. But. All kinds of shit. I do want to get two quick notes. Other two highlights. Don Masterson getting the pro stock win on the 50th. And Wayne Sullivan getting the win in the mod class on the 50th with the Kentucky. And uh, very uh, fitting. Yes, it was. And uh, just cool to be there for it. But we're talking mods. You want to talk this? Yeah, let's get into that. We can do that next. Um, it was really, really cool. I, there was some bitching and griping about this, the multiple sled changes on Wednesday night in the modifieds, but what we ended up with in the end was a heavy-ass sled, and we did some actual tractor pulling and not tractor racing, and it was a brilliant spectacle. I loved every second of it. I know some people in the media area didn't agree with me, but I was whooping and hollering. You and, and I were going fucking nuts. Our eyes popped out when we saw that yeah. sled setting. I saw what they did, and, and that first tracker comes down through there, and I looked at you, and I'm just like, fuck yeah, look at this shit. And and Drought immediately stands up and turns around, this is fucking bullshit. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting there, and I'm going, guys, we got a full boat. They had one more weight they could put in between the frame rails. Yeah. So we had, I think they're 2,000 pound weights on a Bauer sled. You have 12 in the box. Mm -hmm. Quick math, that's 24,000 with a base weight of 35,000 for the sled. And he had the extras in the corners of the pans, or of the yep. skid pan. Yep. So yeah, we were north of 50,000 on the boat. Well north of 50,000 on the boat. Fourth gear on the fast side of the final, too. Fast side of the final. We had a 150 foot box top by doing that. 
plus add in a 36 inch yeah. 30 fucking 6 inch box preset. It was awesome. I have never seen a preset out that far. No. You see a 1 foot all the time, maybe 18 inches. Yeah, it was We were 3 foot out from the home position. And it made this it made them freaking fight right off the line and they went to work. They went to work and and, and you know, I can already hear you know how could they even get a sled Hey, the guys were walking it out. There was one guy who fucking smashed it right out of the hole, and it didn't work. Yep, burn the tires off. Call yep. call it where it is. Stan Sheldon, yeah, I think he that that was the cause of his rear end. But you've gotten too used to tractor racing. This is fucking pulling. Yeah. We saw him go to fucking work. It was great. That was the best sled I've seen in a long time. Vaughn Bauer knows his shit. Yeah, he does. And there's a reason Vaughn was in the seat. Yeah. You don't see him in the seat very much anymore. No, not so much. We're in Louisville. Big show. Big show. 50th anniversary. Vaughn's in the seat. Yeah. And Mike Witt. Wow, what a power director. You know, and that's another. That's the next thing. You segued right into it. People bitching about Mike Witt. You fire Mike Witt. Fuck him. He doesn't do anything. Blah, blah, blah. I watched him very closely Wednesday night and Thursday night. I got multiple pictures of him. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. The guy runs a tight ship. He does not do everything unilaterally. Nothing happens without a consultation with Scott Doty, Mike Ott, and Vaughn Bauer. Yep. Every time. And he just keeps, he, he he's not there to be your friend. He's there to get the show done. But in between, he you know, he's back there in the winter circle area talking to the pullers and laughing and sharing jokes. And But when it's time to do some work, he'll come back out and do constantly some work. Constantly has an eye on the track. Constantly has an eye on yeah. the clock. Good. He on, runs a good, roll. good show. You know, they got two or three guys down there just for lineup. Yeah. Come on, let's go. You will never convince me Mike Witt needs to leave that event. He keeps shit going and he does it. Dan Christiani, too. He talks to him. Dan's the man on the track. I mean, that's Dan's baby. That's Dan's baby. And he was the main scraper operator. Yeah. You know, Dan's sitting there. He's got his crew's a crew of guys there run the scrapers of the pack, but he's yeah. the main scraper driver. And I admire his restraint. There are multiple times he'd make a pass with the grader up track to, you know, back toward the starting line, turn over a shoulder, take a look, and then go, nope, pull the blade up and just drive back, not hit it one more time. He, he knows when enough's enough. Yep. Yeah, he didn't overwork the track, came in beautifully. It was a beautiful track. Um, but Mike Witt. Excellent fuck, job. Fuck. Hats off to you, guy. Yep. You, man, a few words. Yeah, he doesn't need to say much. Just, but he's getting the job done and he's paying attention. Yep. I mean, there was times where like, ah, oh, don't reset the sled because we want to see him in the beach. But the decisions he make, it might not be what the fans want, but it's what's going to put on the best show. And safe. Yes, and safe. safe. Yep. And yeah. No, I... One thing that I did not realize with Louisville, you saw Greg Randall unhooking tractors. Really? How, how did I miss that? Yeah, Greg was in a red jumpsuit. I totally fucking missed that. I would, I would have, have been snapping pictures of him. The and I general manager no shit. of NTPA, the face of NTPA. I totally He's not that. the president, but he's, he's who most GM. people know. He's a GM. He's in charge of the game. I can't believe I missed that. You've got... Uh, I gotta go back and look at my pictures, because I guarantee I've got photos of him there. Yeah. I just did, didn't yeah, even click Yeah, he's in a red jumpsuit. You got John Shit. Mears, the head 
co-head of PPL. PPL. He's there doing work. This is the first year Larry Richwine wasn't there. wasn't there, but he's always there. He's their main tech official. Yeah. You have Scott Doty, arguably probably one of the best big end flag men you will ever find in the, the industry. Best. The best. And he's been the flagger there forever. And actually, Mike's been the starting line guy forever, too. Now that I I didn't know it until we were down there for the test session that that was him, but watching how he does it, I realized, yeah, it, he's been the, I remember, he's been the guy there You forever. have Mike Ott, the president, longtime president of Bowling Green. And now a principal in NTPL. Yeah. Down there flagging. Doing grunt work. Yeah. So tell me it's not an important event. You had, and Doug Roberts, no longer in charge of Outlaw, but Doug has always been there for the poll, too. Yeah, well, he that's where he's from originally. He grew up but, there. Yes, but they're there representing the three major pulling organizations in the continental U.S. Mm-hmm. for a non-sanctioned poll. Oh, it's a brush pull. It's bullshit. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I got a chance to talk to Mike, got a chance to talk to Scott, said hi to Greg, really didn't get a chance to really talk with him, got to talk with John Mears. You know, I'm bumping elbows with the big wigs in the polling world. The guys who turn the keys and make the shows go and make yeah. the jobs happen. And they're working under one guy. Yep. And you want a bitch? He's not good enough. No, it's that's just silly Suck talk. Suck my left fucking nut. Absolute silly talk. No, Mike's Mike's great. He he needs to be there and I hope he continues to do it as long as he wants to and is able to. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't a single person that was there that we saw main crew wise that could that couldn't put on that pole. They've all done it. They've all done the Grand National or yeah. Champions Tour stuff. They've run the mega events. They could do it. Mike Witt's the man in charge. Yep, he's the boss. Good, jo- good show, sir. Absolutely. My hat's off to you. Just beautifully, beautifully run event. That was that was impressive. Yeah, I was. It's always been a tight ship, but you know, to acknowledge some things and make changes and do what he does and and make make. I won't be, he's not perfect. Yeah. Sometimes they do blow it on a sled setting, but you know what? On balance, they do a pretty good job on average. Anybody can miss a sled setting. Anybody yeah. can miss a track prep. Yeah. These guys nail it. They only have one shot a year to do it. Yeah. I mean, the dirt's only in that building for six days every year. That's it. Yep. You want to get into super farm? Yeah, I do. Let's, let's go there next. <laughs> I'll let you fire off on it first. Cause I know where I'm going. Yeah. You know, it was talked about at at the event down there, and there was I never did get the the whole behind the scenes story on what's going on with with turbos, but um, it really wasn't that anybody was cheating. It's that there was an interpretation made by Louisville on what was going to be a legit slotted charger, and Hart makes one that didn't fit first interpretation. Now, if the board down there had backed their tech guy, they were going to be sending probably two-thirds of the tractors home. They just were. So it really wasn't a, a cheating thing. It was just a, an interpretation issue. 
it sucks that we're there because the diesel truck guys have finally learned that smoothbore chargers are the way to go. I know how we got here. The NTPA went to PPL and said, look, we'll take on slotted chargers if you get rid of your intercoolers. NTPA put in the slotted charger, and then PPL broke one off in them and kept their intercoolers anyway. Well, all right. The dam's broken, but on the back side of that, there's been just a little bit too much whining and a bitching. Yep. Simple as that. If we want to go there, if we want to point out mistakes that have been made, should have never been a slotted charger. No. The, any intake should never have passed. You should still be running OEM intakes. I got a lot of super farm guys who are my friends. They're not going to like me saying this, but that's how I feel. My own boss. Yeah. You should have been what you were. There was nothing wrong with the program, and if you felt the need to change anything, I've got a couple ideas what you could do. Why the fuck's a class need to be 9,300 pounds? You could take it down to 8,500. Every single one of you can pull off that 800 pounds without any problem. How many tractors you see out there running that physically has bolted permanently? Yeah. Five, 600 pounds permanently bolted to the tractor. Fuck it. Let's go down to 8,000 even. Yeah. Well, you could do it. Don't tell me you can't. You want to liven things up. You want another idea? You want to liven things up? Why is uh, 24.5 tires? The fact that so many classes and so many pullers are on them mean that the technology has evolved in the tire. They're making great tires. They're cheaper than they would have been. Strap on some 20.8s. Let's see you feed that power through a smaller footprint. See what you can do. Yeah. Get your tire speed up. But to sit here and bitch and whine and cry all the time about this, that, the other, it's just, it's, it's, mm. used to be you didn't have that problem in that class. When everything was smooth bore, we didn't hear this shit. No. And you're starting, the guys are starting to sound like two, five guys. Work, Ma- stuff, work stocks. <laughs> and I'll just back away now that I lit the fuse. Map with grooves are a fucking joke. I understand you get more air in. Guess what? You can hook up a nitrous bottle and achieve the same fucking thing. It's extra air. I get that. Everybody like a little extra air. Lord knows I would because I fucking smoke. If I could put an extra <laughs> bypass in to get some air to my lungs, I might be happy. Fucking Doubtful, but I don't give a fuck. Super Farm is a class that should be at just at the state level. That's where it should max out. It was bit, meant to be a building block, block class of 800 horsepower tractors to get you up into, at the time, a 2,000 horsepower pro stock. Yep. That's it. Now, technologies have progressed. Of course, pro stocks, 680 cubes, any size charger, and we're seeing stupid fucking horsepower out of them. If you're not north of 4,000 right now, you're out of the fucking game. I get it. It sucks. You can't make the jump. You can't physically afford it. I understand that. But to be on a grand national level, as a fan's point, I don't see where you deserve it. Especially right now when you got limited pros and light pros that are putting out more horsepower, putting on a little better show, and have bigger numbers that are out there running, and they aren't even a grand national recognized class. They stop at the region. So tell me why Super Farm has to be a grand national class. I understand you want to go for that ever-famous grand national points chase. I get that. I'd love to have a light limited class be grand national just so I could say I chased it. But I don't always get what I fucking want. Just ask my wife. It's a state-level class. It never should have been more than a twelve to 1,400 horsepower class. You guys, allowing the slotted fucking charger in, it never should have been in a PPL. Point blank. Intercoolers, eh, whatever. 
But slotted chargers are a pain in the fucking dick to check. Tech. We see it all the time, the bitching, the whining, the pissing and the moaning, because this guy's 5,000 over too far one way or another with his fucking map width group. Well, guess what? Go to fucking Smoothbore. You don't have that fucking map width problem. You guys ran perfectly well for fucking years on Smoothbore. You just wanted that extra horsepower. I get that. Guess what? At the rate you guys gain horsepower, four years, you'd be at the numbers you're at with the slotted charger right now. That's just basic mathematics on the horsepower gains you guys have been getting year in and year out. So you would have been there. You didn't need the fucking slotted charger or the plenum intake. You didn't. All it is is spending more fucking money on a class and pricing that class out. So now we got to bring a fucking pro farm class in on a state level. So that way we don't have, we have enough iron for a state hook. So what are we going to do? Keep fucking up and not change the issues. And just bring other limited turbocharger classes in to fill the fucking gap? That's putting a band-aid on a band-aid when you got a fucking cut right through to the artery. It ain't going to help. All it's going to do is slow the bleeding till you still die. Now, I do have another side of this. Because I did think it out. I did take some flack for my comments down in Louisville. I'm mad enough to stand up and say it. John Silsby, I know, good friend of ours. Nothing bad to say about him. Crop Duster is a great running international 1066, runs the Grand National Circuit, and is also the president of Wolverine Tractor Pullers. I understand his side, too. He made a valid point. And, and he made it not as Super Farm John Silsby. He made, he made it as, as Wolverine president. president. And that's what made me listen. Yep. You take away Super Farms right now. Here, anyway. We'll see even on the Grand National level. Yeah. We'll go right to Grand National. How many pro stocks do you normally see at a Grand National hook right now? Take away Bowling Green and Toma. Eight, if you're lucky. How many diesel super stocks do you see? Uh, if it's August, we're down to six. Okay. How many open supers do you see? Uh, six. Okay. So we're at roughly, what, 30 tractors in three class, between three classes. Yeah. I'm giving them high numbers. Yeah. How do you justify the cost of a show to the promoter? Yeah. When you're trying to guarantee three hours of action, you can't. You can't. You need the super farm. You need the super farm where you're going to come 10 to 15 strong minimum. Yeah. You do have to have it. You can have the state guys jump up and join. The super farms have pretty much single-handedly kept Wolverine pullers alive. Yes. We don't have any diesel supers left. No. Yes, we do. We have two. Two. There's and three super stocks left in the, in the, in the state period. Yep. And one doesn't run state books. No. Um, we have no open supers. Sid Broughton's got one. He only runs Grand National. Yeah. Um, pro stocks were down to one. Yep. That one runs Grand National. Yep. Um, mod, mods, multi-motor mods. We're down to about three, four two that live here yeah. and they don't go to state hooks anymore. There's a couple others, but not, not big ones. No. I mean, there's guys out of state who come from Indiana and Ohio to run here. Yep. Thank God they do. Yep. Okay. We're going to go four wheel drive pickups. How many you got in Michigan? There's, I don't know, probably seven or eight, but fully half of those most of the time aren't going to hit state hooks. That's what I say. We're just staying state numbers right now. You got three, four. Three or four. 
and that's whether or not our boys up in uh, Gaylord, or not Gaylord, but uh, Gladwin. Gladwin can make them. Because they're balling on a budget. And the high roller's an expensive truck. And hey, good for them. I mean, at least they're doing it. I'm glad it. to see them doing it. Yeah. I'll never slight. It's a dream for them. And I'll they're, never slight either, Gary. <laughs> no. Good dudes. They're, they're great people. Okay. Two-wheel drive pickups. We got about, what, six? Six, I'd say. Six in state. About nine average on a pole up here. Yeah. Where are we sitting at with numbers? 30 fucking tractors. If you're lucky. That's without Super Farm. Without. Yeah, I didn't Super Farm. You got an extra 10 to 15 hooks. I mean, shit. And they run twice because they run the op- the combo. I, th- I think combo. it's I think it's down a little bit because there's been some tractors that have been sold and, and a few that have been converted for the light pro or limited pro. But there was a time when I had a list of in state of Michigan super farms somewhere at around forty five tractors. Yep. So John, we're pro- and we're probably still north of thirty. Yeah, John. I'll admit it. You're right. Yeah, you are. Super farm is needed. As a, from a business standpoint. I know this is making Gerbaugh go off right now, and I don't care, Andy. I tried to explain it to you, but you're too goddamn stubborn of a German to understand another German talking to you. My critics can eat it. From a business standpoint, Super Farm is needed. They are, absolutely. And it is needed on a grand national level. I just want to see you be what you were, what you are. Yep. And we got other problems. Super Farm's just a bandage. That's 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 my point on it, but you guys need to go back to smoothbore turbos. When yeah. two five have done it, when two six done it, when three O's done it, made, you know, you made a deal with the PPL, and I get it. There was political expediency that got us here. You were trying to make a, a unification happen. Well, they broke one off on you. Well, fuck them. Yep. Yeah, I get it. You're trying to do something, but you're not too far away. Let's no. let's fix this. I'll even let him keep the goddamn plenum intake. Whatever. Uh, that's yeah. That's it's been in place now. God, it's four, <coughs> four years now. Four or years. Something? Ship has sailed, but I don't. I don't like it. I didn't like it when it was done. Nope. I'm. That's fine. Whatever. Plenum intakes. Those are cheap to make. You're gonna get a little bit of gain, but not a ton. It's this lot of charger that's doing it for you, and guess what? It ain't fucking cutting it. Unless you're gonna have like Super Farmer Pro Stock. When there's no fucking limit on the turbo, it ain't going to fucking work. End of story. Because you're going to have every turbocharger guy still trying to sneak that one little bit by. Oh, they do it all the time. And guess what? It don't work. You're going to get caught. And uh, what I was told, Super Farm, I was told by a credible source, Super Farm won't be back in Louisville. Now, of course, the board does have to meet, but this came right well, they, out of the tech. They sort of half-assed did because they had to decide what the fuck to do about the heart charger. Yep. But uh, they said, run them, but uh, get your picks, boys, last time you're back. And I'm sorry, after watching the light pros and limited pros run, I know you'd like to be down there in the, on the floor of Freedom Hall and making your pass. Now. A 4.1 charger is the only thing keeping you from going limited pro. Yeah. Intake's already there. Yeah. You're an exhaust manifold and a charger swap away, a little bit of windmilling on a, on a fuel pump. Yep. 
You guys are already running all 8600. The top guys all got 8600 pumps in there now. The fuck? All right, you're there. Yeah. Guys run 16 millimeter plungers. You got plenty of fucking fuel. Don't tell me you don't. I don't know. I, that's that's my thoughts on it. You got my rant, but you also got my business side because I do understand both. I am a promoter and I am a fan. Yeah, but we watch it. We're not trying to drive you out. I just want. You I to enjoy watching the class. I, I enjoy seeing my friends compete in it. Yeah, but there's a place for you, and it's not Grand National. Yep, and and you're it's not. But to business be, wise, you're not going to leave, and it's not to be a, you know pro stock light fuck we already have all that just be be super farm be you yep all right next subject fuck we haven't even come covered part of what you got written down actually Jesus that was Christ. that was a good piece of it um, page two <laughs> <laughs> this is paul harvey let's good knock day. out a couple of these a uh, couple short ones here yeah. um it was interesting to note last, so let's go back to the workhorse. It was interesting to note that Rob Russell spent most of last summer running without an intercooler. It was yeah. just pouring the water to it. And, um, I, I went back and was looking at pictures actually of the tractor from Louisville. The cooler was back in there. Um, but we happened to notice something as he was being towed out of the building about the tank location on the tractor that it's at the back. Yeah. And, fuel and water is in the back. Yeah, and I think it's actually I, I got I started thinking about this. At ten thousand pounds, the pro stock guys don't have a problem with nose weight. They they can put whatever the hell they want to out there. I don't think any of them ever pull weight off the front. No. So he's actually kind of smart in that sense, and I'm you know. It it's is not Bob like Russell. Come it's on. not like I'm giving anything away here by saying it. Um, what he's doing. Let's just assume, for sake of argument. That only the, the only the only thing I figured for was actually the the fuel fuel on the back there. Let's say it runs four gallons of fuel through the thing um, in a pass at six point nine pounds per gallon. Twenty seven point six pounds is going up the smokestack. Do you want that coming off the front end when you need it at the big end to hold it down, or you want it coming off the ass where it's not really going to upset the chassis balance at all? Yeah, 20, is 27 pounds that big of a deal on 10,000 pounds? Probably not. But in a lighter vehicle, yeah, it sure shit is. Oh, God, yeah. And if you got the if, if the water's back there, too, it was basically a, it double was a that number. It was a dual-cap tank. Yeah, double that number, then. You're basically taking one suitcase weight and throwing it right up the stack. I'd rather have that come off the back. Yeah, it was neat to see, and actually, it looked a little better with it in the back. Yeah. Yeah, and it frees up space in the front for him to hide the ice tank. Yep. For the cooler. So, kind of neat thing. Which is a water mouth that won't change. Yeah, it won't. It's getting recir- you know, recycled back. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't leave. I mean, that I saw that. I go, I, 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 you, I don't know who pointed out to who, but. You said something to me. I didn't yeah, see it at first. I'm going, holy shit, you know. Fuel tank's on the back. Yeah. I'm like, that's cool. I didn't give much thought, but this is why you, your big <laughs> words and, you know, overthink things, but. <laughs> uh, another quick one, quick hit to take us right up to the minute. As of today, Jason Hootman's commander is for sale, but he's offering it preferably not with the sheet metal, which tells me there's another one coming. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Probably one of the toughest running light supers out there and one of the best looking Fords. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah. He, he did everything right. In fact, I was disappointed when Gottman Toys replicated it because they missed it. 
the, the proportion is just not right. It's I wanted it to be right and they missed. <laughs> uh, there was another event besides Louisville that particular week. There was the Winter Nationals in uh, Tulare, California, uh, on Valentine's Day. Uh, the Max Cackle Group was running out there and didn't really notice too much. But two tractors did uh, jump out at me. There's uh, one of them. I don't know if it's still there. It was the the cover photo on Beer Money for like a week or something. That uh, Sheet Metal 1456 has to be a pro stock. Can't be anything else. Gorgeous tracker. That's a California machine. And there was a uh, uh, R-Series John Deere also out there that uh, wasn't painted yet. Uh, looked like a Staub machine chassis. It had the hallmarks of one of theirs. So another new pro stock. Two new pro stocks out on the West Coast. Pulling is blowing up out there. I mean, it's kind of great to see, you know. Um always been a little niche out there niche out there but great to really see it exploding out and i mean the minis have really helped that out there minis yeah they really have um they didn't have minis at this particular event but the uh, the reeves family donnie reeves was there with the the mod four-wheel drives and uh, met them down in bowling green yeah God, gorgeous trucks I, I think i drank with them detailed to the nines matter of fact i can't remember <laughs> <laughs> But then the other thing I wanted to get into, here's where I'm not going to make any friends tonight. I we had a conversation on Sunday with Will Mance, who is the principal behind the the old NTPA group on Facebook and talking about what we can do to grow pulling. And, and he's got some good ideas um, on how to grow the sport. But one thing that, that arose out of our conversation, I really got to thinking about the old days of the TNT USHRA, the winter indoor arena polls. And there seems to be a, a want, a desire to have that again. I don't think we should because all these winter events that we enjoy now have grown organically and they're wonderful for what they are, the way they are. I wouldn't want to disrupt that by trying to serialize it and create a points chase around it and have guys basically have a second season in the wintertime. I think it's too much. I like that guys can go out and be showcased at some of these events. Just have fun. Just have fun uh, and not have it be so serious. But the other thing I got to thinking, watching some of these older events that were televised and whatnot, and generally speaking, you've got a wonderful spectacle that it is a big arena and it gets you in front of big crowds. But the reason I think it faded away it wasn't the promotion because there was radio and TV. There was all kinds of, the promotion was better than anything that happens now. And it wasn't the, the money because you had tobacco money fund, funding it. The problem with indoor pulling back then is if you go back and actually sit down and objectively watch it, it sucked. Mm -hmm. It was horrible pulling. Pulling didn't sell itself on those events. It was shit. Now you can you can find examples to to break that. Yes, there were some sessions of the Indy Super Bowl and various other events that were very very good, but those were the exception. They weren't the rule. Pulling is always it's better outdoors. It just is. And to to go toward a winter tour of these big ass arenas, go to the Astrodome and Ford Field and Soldier Field in Chicago and play these big venues. I don't think pulling needs it. I don't think it's a good idea. And I think indoor pulling on that level, it just isn't good pulling. It's not a good show. Let Monster Jam keep it. Monster Jam can have it. Give, I went, I give went, the pullers a break. I went to Monster Jam when it was here 
gosh, it's been a month ago now. Yeah, it's cool, and there's a spectacle there, and some of the vehicle control that the guys can, you know, 12,000-pound truck, the way they make it tap dance, yeah, it's, it's cool, it's impressive, but it's not motorsport, it's not racing, it's it's a show. Oh, without a doubt. It's a show. And uh, actually, that's something else that came up again today, this idea of call-out music and shit, and oh, you know, Monster Jam does it. No, they don't. The two digger trucks came out to music. No one else did. And you can't. Everything today is broadcast or videoed and appears on YouTube or Facebook or some platform. And there's licensing rights that go with all this music. You will never have call-out music and tractor pulling because the licensing fees alone would kill you. It won't happen. Yeah, walk-on music isn't It's not going to work. It isn't going to work because of the licensing. We run into that with our shows. We have the licensing to broadcast the stuff. Yeah, we do. We don't. Facebook we shut do. it, shuts us down. Yeah. Yep. We have the rights. We could this. go to Facebook and go, "Hey, listen, we've we've had to." Yeah, this is what we have. And they go, "We don't care." That's why you'll never see us do a Facebook live. No, at least not at the beginning of the show when we play music. We can't. It's just it's not worth the hassle of having it ripped down and blah blah blah. So fuck it. We just, and by being primarily a podcast, you go to our site to download it. Well, I can do whatever the hell I want. Yep. But yeah, it's call out music. It just, I'm sorry. It's a nice idea. And I understand where you're coming from with it. It's never going to fucking happen. And monster jam. I guarantee you, if you were to talk to a principal there, they decided to shell out the licensing rights because grave diggers, their cash cow to cover the expense to do it for those two. That's it. Not doing it for anybody yep. else. Yep. <sighs> That's all I had except for one thing. This is sidetracked and miter stacks are yesterday. Rain caps rule. <laughs> Explains why the fusion's got a stack on it now. <laughs> Might I I'm gonna talk somebody to do it. I wanna see a diesel super with rain caps on it. I just I want double stack mafia with rain caps. Why not? Chicken! There's probably some stupid rule against it. Probably because they could break off. Yeah, there probably is some dumbass rule against it. But rain caps rule. Sick of your miter stack. That's yesterday. <laughs> it's over. It's done. It's been done to death. Why don't we do cat stacks? Aim back with the driver. <laughs> okay. I can, I'm, I'm cool with that. Why not? Aim it forward. I don't give a shit. Something. Got full face helmets with visors down, right? Something. See all these fucking carbon fiber ones from old school fab and yeah, it's cool they're making stuff out of carbon fiber, but this slash cut trash can stapled down to my hood. Fuck out of here. <laughs> oh. Who else can we offend today? Who who else can we piss off? <laughs> <laughs> you now, really don't want to get me old, going I'm on that. Shape, but I can't stand that bull. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Harrisburg coming up, Keystone Nationals, uh, Sigourney, Iowa coming up. Uh, Southern Invitational, White Pine, Tennessee, which I've got to do the TV commercial for tomorrow night. <laughs> what? Uh, we can't get, Kenny's too busy, so i got to do it. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to be welded to this desk tomorrow night. I already got all the raw footage, Eric, so Eric did half of it. <laughs> Actually, we will both we will be down there for that yeah, one. Yeah, we're both going to White Pine. Because oh. you're, you're not going to stay out for a Cornhusker. I didn't hear anything back. and 
it's going to be a business move is the main reason. I could see something possibly working out up the, out there, but I think being around TNT would be more advantageous for us right now. To be continued off mic. Yep. Um, everybody knows sidetrack. We're aiming up. Um, you looking for announcers? Thank you, media. We uh, we got a full crew. We, we got do. a damn good fucking crew. Except for my brother. Well, I didn't know they made ninth place ribbons. <laughs> nope. Good. Like we said before, good having Aaron on board, and he's going to do uh, well in his role, and I hope he can grow in it. But uh, J.C. Graver coming out and still looking for a fifth spot, and uh, there's one event I know probably going to need six announcers that weekend. Six? Possibly. I know we talked about five. Yeah. Yeah. Deckerville, Langford. Yeah. Aaron's got a garden tractor pull. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that one. And we got to have somebody for Little Valley. So there's five. Yeah. Five, roughly. So if you want to take a trip to West New York. And Adam Tarswell, talk. answer your fucking phone. <laughs> yeah. We got to get you studied up, practiced up. Yep. Nope. We got. I got some people uh, to approach, but uh, we still do have some open dates. Uh Few and far between right now. I'm, we'll, I'll be up front. But you book us yeah. now for next year, guaranteed a spot. Yeah, the schedule's tentatively up there at uh, sidetrack, sidetrackproductionsinc.com. Uh, don't assume that we are unavailable if the date is there. It just probably means that you aren't going to get one of us. Yeah, it'll depend on how everything shakes out. But You might be able um, to get to the company and our stable of announcers, but... Um, chances are you won't get us. The, the the dates that are on there are pretty much locked in for the, for you and me. Yeah. There's some that will be split shows for us. We know that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, well, uh, even though, and even those are there. Yep. So. I, I don't think I've got all mine up yet, but. Uh, I'm close. I think there's one or two that aren't there. I don't know if you have my Father's Day weekend stuff up yet, but. I don't know. I have to look. You, you're going off our business calendar? That's what most of them okay. came from. Yes, we actually keep a business calendar. Those who don't believe that I'm very thorough on stuff, yeah. Anymore, um, it's to the point where we have to because literally we can wake up in the morning and go, where the fuck am I supposed to be today? Yeah, yeah, I've been there, done that. And luckily, always made it an event, but, you know, is what it is. But um, I, I don't have anything else right now. And that's it for me, too. We got UCC stuff to get dragged on. Holy shit, do we ever. So, with that, my name's Armstrong. My name is Poach. Good night. Like